The mystery and the miracle of the birth of Christ was the fulfillment of the promise that God would be with his people. The very name Emmanuel means God with us, and Jesus Christ is our Emmanuel. In this study, Scott Pauley reminds us of our ever-present Savior, God with us. People talk about the stages of life, and there are stages in life, of course. The Bible word for that is seasons. Uh, seasons come, seasons go. Seasons get you ready for the next season. Uh, every season is different, but there are constants in all of life. And for the child of God, the great constant is the Lord. So regardless of what season you're in right now, God is with us. That's most encouraging, isn't it? And I've discovered that at every season, you have to go back and reaffirm certain things. It's not enough that you believe that, trusted that years ago, obeyed that years ago. No, we go back to the same truths about God again and again and again. And I believe Jeremiah is a classic example of that. In our last study, we, we talked about Jeremiah learning to run to the presence of the Lord uh, in the midst of his weeping and mourning and difficulty to find his joy and strength in the Lord. Twice in Jeremiah chapter 1 and again in Jeremiah chapter 15, we read this expression, the Lord said, I am with thee. Isn't that beautiful? Imagine the Lord saying three times, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. How many times does the Lord have to say it till we actually believe it? And yet, aren't you glad God is so patient with us that he would repeat himself? And he repeats himself because he knows we need to hear it again and again and again and so today, I return to the book of Jeremiah, but we turn later in the book and later in his life to Jeremiah chapter 20 and Jeremiah chapter 30, because again, twice more, we find this same principle repeated to us, uh, that we must hear and believe and rest in the fact that God is with us. Uh, let me read to you Jeremiah chapter 20, verse 10 and verse 11. He said, For I heard the defaming of many. Fear on every side. Report, say they, and we will report it. All my familiars watched for my halting, saying, Peradventure he will be enticed, and we shall prevail against him, and we shall take our revenge on him. Boy, that sounds encouraging, doesn't it? <laughs> so they're speaking against him. This phrase, fear on every side. Paul said something like that in the New Testament. He said, Without were fightings, within were fears, nevertheless, God. And that's what Jeremiah's dealing with. He's He's got opposition. He's dealing with fear. In fact, Jeremiah 20 was the day Jeremiah decided to quit. You ever had one of those days? Maybe today's your day. <laughs> We've all had them. You're just going to quit on it. Just give it up. Now, that was Jeremiah 20. He said, I'm not even going to mention the Lord anymore. I'm not going to speak anymore in his name. And yet the word of God was in his heart like a burning fire. Finally, he said, I can't help myself. I can't, I can't stop. I can't stay. What was the truth that kept him from quitting? Well, in the context of what I just read to you in verse number 10, verse number 11 says this, But the Lord is with me as a mighty, terrible one. Therefore, my persecutors shall stumble, and they shall not prevail. They shall be greatly ashamed, for they shall not prosper. Their everlasting confusion shall never be forgotten. What a turn. The circumstances haven't changed, but his heart has turned. Turn to the Lord. Instead of thinking that he's going to stumble, and they're watching, waiting for him to stumble. He says, you're going to stumble. Instead of the enemies prevailing against Jeremiah, Jeremiah says, God's going to prevail against you. Oh, I love this. The Lord is with me. Do you see something different in Jeremiah 20, verse 11, from the previous three passages in Jeremiah? 
In the first three passages, the Lord is speaking it to Jeremiah. In this verse, Jeremiah is speaking it aloud to the Lord and to himself and to the enemies. Did you know there's power in saying God's truth? That's what the word confess means. Say the same thing. Speak it. Say it. It'll do you good to say it. And so now Jeremiah speaks up and says, the Lord is with me. You see, you got to preach Christ to yourself every day. Uh, look at yourself in the mirror and preach the gospel to you. Uh, yes, it's true you're a sinner. Yes, it's true you're weak. But let me tell you a greater truth. God is merciful and God is gracious and God is powerful. Repeat truth to your own heart. You know, sometimes you get up in the morning, you look in the mirror and you think, phew, that's a mess. And the voice in your head says, you're weak, you're incapable. And that's true. Let me tell you what to do at that moment. Turn to the mirror of God's word and instead you'll hear the Lord speaking to you. And what does the voice of the Lord say? He says, I'm with you. So in Jeremiah chapter number 20, he reaffirms it to the prophet. Then if you come to Jeremiah chapter 30, he reaffirms this truth to the nation. Because Jeremiah chapter 30 is all about the, the Jewish people, the nation of Israel. In fact, this passage is the tribulation era. It's the time of Jacob's trouble. Now, this is so beautiful. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse number 11. Guess what the Lord says to them? Would you like to guess? For I am with thee, saith the Lord, to save thee. Though I make a full end of all nations, whether I have scattered thee, yet will I not make a full end of thee, but I will correct thee in measure and will not leave thee altogether unpunished. He said, you've failed me, you've rebelled against me, and I'll, I'll have to correct that. I'll chasten that. I'll change that, but that's not the end for you. I'm with you. In fact, the word end is used twice in this verse. The first is the end of the nations, and the second is the end of Israel. Oh, I love this. There's an end for everybody. For sinners who reject God, their end is judgment. Uh, for God's people, the end is always just a new beginning. Somebody says, yeah, but that's about Israel. That's prophecy concerning the future for the Jewish people. Yes, but do you understand uh, the, the prophecy here holds a practical and personal application for all of God's people? And what is it? That in the worst times, even staring hell's power in the face, God does not forsake his own. Remember, the Lord knows them that are his. And so look at it. In Jeremiah 20, God says to Jeremiah, I'm with you. In Jeremiah 30, he says to his chosen people, I'm with you. After all these years, after all these circumstances, the Lord is still with them. In our previous study here in Jeremiah, we learned that God being with them delivered them from the faces of the enemy, and God being with them delivered them in the midst of the fight they were in. So let's add this today. The truth of God's presence, God with them, delivered them from their fears and their failures. Is there anybody else out there today that's happy about that? God is greater than your fears, and God is greater than your failures. Maybe you're overcome with fear today. Maybe you're just overwhelmed with it all. Friend, God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. In the midst of your fear, God is with you. Maybe it's your failures. Uh, yes, no doubt about it, sin has consequences, and God's people have to be corrected and chastened. But remember, that's never the end of the story. God corrects and chastens so that his plan and purpose can be fulfilled in our lives. And so Jeremiah's weeping, he's mourning, but he had a place to run. He had a place to hide, a place of, of safety and of solace. What was it? It was the presence of God. And dear listener, you have the same place that you can run today. 
Take your fears and take your failures. Drag them into the presence of God because when you come into God's presence and you hear the Lord say with authority, I am with you, that changes everything. God is greater than your fears and greater than your failures. Let me tell you what heaven's going to be. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but if you fast forward to Revelation 21, God himself shall be with them and be their God. Let me tell you what it's going to be. God's going to put away all the fears, and God is going to put all the failures out of mind. He's going to wipe all tears from our eyes. Here's the beauty. You're going to enjoy that in his presence forever, but you can have a taste of that today by living consciously in the presence of God. Fears and failures are real, but God is real too. And here's the good news. God is greater than all. Say it to yourself and say it to someone else today. God with us. During busy seasons of life, it is important to be consciously aware of God's presence. In all seasons and in all circumstances, God has promised you His presence. Emmanuel is not simply a name, it is a promise. Be sure to visit enjoyingthejourney.org and sign up to receive Scott's weekly newsletter, Helping Your Joy, delivered each Thursday to your inbox. Your joy will be helped with short devotionals, ministry updates, and Scott's upcoming itinerary. Simply click on the subscribe link in the top right-hand corner. From Scott and all of us here at Enjoying the Journey, thank you for allowing us to be an encouragement to you.